live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thank you for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm the other guy, I'm James Parker, but every week I get together with Sean Mueller, a local financial advisor here to talk about all things financial and anything it takes for you to retire right. Sean, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going well, James. Everything's good here in Michigan. It's a little chilly, but we're hanging in there. Well, it's, you know, normal. It's that time of year. But uh, this is also the time of year when a lot of people are feeling charitable. And something that's cu- that comes up every year is Warren Buffett had announced years ago he's going to give away all his money or try and give away like 90% of his money or something to that effect. And so at the end of the year, he makes uh, a big handout. Just he gives out, I don't know, how much, what stock was it this year, Sean? Well, he gave out $870 million in Berkshire Hathaway stock. So crazy. Yeah. So he announced his little annual pledge uh, of giveaway. And man, can you just $870 million? He just poof, gives it away and it doesn't affect his life any. Can't even imagine would be nice to be in a spot, though. I have to be honest, be able to give away $187 million. He doesn't feel it. Absolutely insane. But, hey, to each their own, great. He doesn't want to really leave his kids much. Pledged to leave about 99% of his fortune to charity. His kids know that. They they understand. They, uh, they're they on you know, his will as far as, you know, uh, as executors and all of that. So they also have charities of their own that he donates to as well. Yeah, and I saw the, the, the quote. Warren Buffett says, I think that a rich person should leave their children enough so that they can do anything, but not enough so that they can do nothing. Fantastic quote. Actually, perfect quote. I think we've all heard those stories. You know, somebody filthy rich leaves their kids money, never has to work, never really had to do anything. And then they turn out to really not contribute to society. So I destroyed them. How many times does it? Yeah, just money. Too much money is a problem for people who, you know, are just having it thrown in their lap. Yeah, you have no work ethic. You've never had to worry about money. People that have never had to worry about money or never have to worry about how their bills are going to get paid just have no understanding of reality and have no understanding how the everyday person, you know, walks through the world and we wake up every day and we worry about these things. So uh, that quote holds up. It's a great quote. And it's, it's something to live by if you're somebody that has a lot of money. Well, the other nice thing to think about is, yes, $870 million is probably the most amount of money given to charity by anybody this year. But when you account for the amount of assets that he has, you know, compared to, you know, do you just take that the size of the median American who gives away a certain chunk of their assets to charity every year? You know, there's a lot of common people who are just as charitable as Warren Buffett is. Yeah. What is he worth? Like something like $120 billion or something like that? Yeah, it's at least tens of billions of dollars. (laughs) Something like that. Just absolutely crazy. But yeah, to your point, Americans gave, I I believe, roughly about $319 billion to uh, charity last year. I mean, that's that's a huge number. So, you know, many Americans, you know, we want to be able to give back. It's something that, you know, a lot of our clients love to do is be able to give back to their favorite charities, their favorite churches, whatever it may be. You know, it's it's very rewarding. And if they're getting something out of it, especially when it comes to maybe their churches and that they really are able to see where their money's going. So they're more than happy to be able to help out. 
Yeah, and I had a a friend of the family who, by no fault of their own, was an only child, and their parents were only children, and they didn't have kids, and so they didn't have anyone to leave property to except for friends and charities, and so it was kind of a party where everyone showed up, and it was Christmas time. See what each one of her friends got, and then the rest went to charity. That's great. Yeah, we. I mean, we have plenty of clients that don't have any kids, and they're in that same boat. They basically want to live their retirement. They know they're not going to spend it all. And they want to give maybe some to their nieces and nephews, not all of it, and then give the rest to charity. And that's where we really can help them, you know, give those assets away the most efficient way possible using uh, tax advantage strategies, whether if they're donating and they're 70 and a half years old, doing uh, uh, qualified charitable distributions out of their IRA, it will go to their charity tax free. Uh, and, and that's a good way if you're of the required minimum distribution age, which we talk about several times on this show, basically what, if you're not familiar with what a required minimum distribution is, those pre-tax accounts, those IRAs, those 401ks at some point, the IRS is going to say, Hey, you need to start withdrawing off of these accounts because we want our tax money. So basically if, if you're of those age and you want to donate to your favorite charity, it will help satisfy your required minimum distribution. So just something to think about. Yeah, see, that's above my head, second level financial planning. But uh, that's what he does. That's Sean Mueller. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com is his website. 248-988-9696 if you want to give him a call. 248-988-9696. But charitable giving it might be something that's important while we're still here and able to do that. But what else do we need to think about besides the charitable part when it comes for your overall legacy plan, like what we are going to leave to our loved ones? Yeah, and there's a few different ways if, if we're just talking about using some uh, tax advantage strategies like charitable trust or charitable remainder trust upon you passing away. You know, your charities will, will get that money that you deposited into the trust, donor advised funds. These are all things that will help you pass on a legacy to those charities. But you know, when it comes to retirement planning, these are all the things that we're talking with you when we sit down and seeing, hey, how do you want to leave your your funds? How do you want your legacy to look? And then really help you set it up the most efficient way possible. But before you even get to that point as far as donating and all of that, you got to have a real retirement plan lined up. So you got to make sure you have a proper income plan. Because listen, here's the thing. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Everybody has some form of a fear of running out of money. And if you don't have an actual plan set up, it's very possible you can run out of money. If you don't have the proper investments set up, the proper protection on those investments, knowing where the retirement income is coming from and in what year it's coming from, all these things can derail you if you don't have a strong understanding and an actual plan to help map out your retirement. All right, so let's play sort of a little role play here. I'm your client, and I come into Mueller Retirement Planning, and I say, Sean, I had a really good year. I want to give out uh, a bunch of money to charity you know, before the end of the year. What do you say? I'd say, great, great. Let's talk about how much you're looking to give, and then we start to dive in to, all right, uh, do we have certain charitable accounts already set up? What age are you? Do we want to start doing this out of your IRAs? Uh, do a qualified charitable distributions. Uh, maybe if you have high appreciated stock, we can go ahead and donate that so you don't have to sell it and realize the capital gain. So we want to see how much you're looking to do and then really start seeing the type of accounts you have and then which ones would be the most tax efficient to use in donating to your favorite charities. Is there a time advantage to donating at the beginning of the year versus the end of the year or vice versa? 
I would say a lot of folks like to wait towards the end of the year to do that, um, just so they know whether it be where their income is uh, and all those other factors that really come into it, kind of like really when you're doing Roth conversions in a way, which we've talked about on other episodes of this show. Um, but you know, towards the end of the year, you really understand where your income's at and, and potentially we can offset some of that with some charitable givings. Well, Warren Buffett gave away stock. He didn't sell it and give the cash away. Is there a reason he did that? If I was going to do charitable contributions, would I give away some of my stock? You could absolutely, if it's highly, especially if it's highly appreciated stock. That way, you don't have to sell it, realize that capital gain, and now you're paying taxes on that capital gain and giving less to that charity. So, if you're able to donate high appreciated stock, well, you're doing a great thing. You're giving that charity uh, stock, you, you know, actual money, but then at the same time, you're saving in taxes as far as you know not having to realize that gain. So it's just something I could take advantage of too. I'd, I'd ask you about it. Any, anything else the guy listening needs to know about giving to charity? Something I haven't asked? I guess it just depends. I think the biggest thing comes down to legacy at the end of the day, because that's what most folks, they do give away on a yearly basis. But at the end of the day too, uh, a big thing for a lot of folks is you know upon them passing away, knowing that they were able to go through retirement, not have to worry about money and all that. So they have access money at the end of their lives. But how do you donate that? the most efficient way at the end of the day. And that's where we can come in and, and we can get our estate planning attorneys in as well. Uh, we also work hand in hand with our accountants and, and make sure that we're doing all this stuff the most efficient way possible. That way you're achieving all of your retirement goals. All right. So give me sort of the walk down of what that process looks like. If I come in to the office, do I have to have a bunch of statements or if I'm, do I have to have what? Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, the way we like to run it is on that first appointment, yes, we're, we're getting to know you, getting to know what your goals are and everything else, but we do like to have you come somewhat prepared if possible. You can bring in your investment account statements. Maybe if you have an annuity out there, we can take a look at that. Speaking of uh, annuities, for instance, now that uh, interest rates have gone up a little bit, maybe you got an annuity a few years ago, maybe a good time to take a look at it. Uh, you might be able to upgrade it potentially just given the uh, where interest rates are at this point. But uh, Social Security estimates, if you have a pension, we like to know pension estimates. So we do, in fact, like to have you have somewhat prepared. Um, it's not mandatory, but it just helps make that first meeting go a little bit smoother so we, again, can get to know all of your retirement goals. And then after that first meeting, uh, we'll, we'll book that second appointment. And that's in that second appointment, that's where we can really dive in uh, with our case analysis and show you where you currently are at, how much risk you're taking. Um, are you getting the reward? Maybe you're with the current financial advisor paying them a fee. Is it worth paying them a fee? Are they earning their fee? Are they giving you more returns than their benchmark? And these are all the things that we can go over with you in those first two meetings. All right. So you're doing the book giveaway. Uh, how much of this is covered in your book? Yeah, we do touch on quite a few things in the book. We talk about Social Security and pensions and investing and different income streams. And it's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. And if you text BOOK to 248-988-9696, that's 248-988-9696, we'll send you out a free copy of my book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. So it's a, it's a book that really breaks things down for you gives you a lot of good information. Maybe it even motivate you to get all of your things in line and actually get a retirement plan put together if you don't currently have one. 
All right, that is Sean Mueller, the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. He is in Southfield, just off 696, off Evergreen Road in the Atrium Building. He'd love to see you come in the office for your first appointment, or maybe you just want to call in or text. It's the same phone number to get the book. You can call in and ask somebody, hey, send me the book. Or you can text the word book, and we'll get back in touch with you. B-O-O-K to 248-988-9696. 248 248- 988-9696. And if you can't write that down fast enough, go to the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. That's Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. We'll be back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248-988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm his co-pilot, James Parker. And every week we get together and talk about anything it takes to get you ready for retirement. And one of the things uh, that's essential to having a good retirement plan is having a plan. Nearly 70% of Americans do not have a written financial plan. So, Sean, help these people out. Because, look, it's most of us. Most of us don't. I, I don't have one. I don't have a written out retirement plan. Granted, I'm just in my 40s, but, you know, I should probably get on that. But, you know, the, the, there's no guilt. There's no pressure here. But go through the checklist on what people should have ready, at least uh, in their mind for retirement. Yeah, and that's a great statistic, 70% do not have a plan. I would assume that it's even more than 70% because if you polled people, they would say, yeah, I have a 401k and I have an IRA and I have a guy that picks investments out for me. Well, guess what? That's not an actual plan. Those are just a few investments, you know? So a whole plan, that's when you're taking a look at um, different income streams in retirement. You're looking at social security timing, uh, pension, uh, what should I do with my pension? How should I claim that pension? What percentage should I claim as far as survivorship upon you passing away? What will your spouse continue to get? Should you get a lump sum pension if they uh, have it available to you? So these are all the things to take a look at. Uh, but you also want to take a look at all the different investments that you have as well. Make sure that they're working hand in hand with one another. A lot of folks, 
they think they're diversified. They think they have a really good set investment plan. Basically, they might own 5, 10, 15 different mutual funds. And what do we see with mutual funds? A tremendous amount of overlap. They basically will invest, if it's a large cap mutual fund, all in large size companies. So these are all the things when you come in and sit down with us that we can go over, we can dive in deep in your portfolio, see what you're actually invested in, see if they're the right investments for you. Are you taking too much risk? Are you taking not enough risk? Remember, inflation is crushing everybody at this point. We need to make sure that your assets are keeping up with inflation. We need to make sure that all your income streams are keeping up with inflation. So all these things, again, when you sit down with us, we're able to dive in deep and help you put a real retirement plan together. Well, one of the steps in the retirement plan has to be figuring out when you what you're going to do with Social Security. Yeah, Social Security is a huge one. I would say for most folks, that's really their number one question is, well, what do I do with Social Security? How does it even work? I don't understand it. And for the most part, most people, they really don't understand the ins and outs of Social Security as far as, okay, if I'm married, does my spouse get a certain portion of my Social Security? If they turn it on early, what happens? And that's the, the the things that we factor in for you. There's a lot of different strategies with Social Security. Extremely confusing. I would say probably the government does that on purpose. Uh, but we'll take a look and say, all right, when are you retiring? Are you retiring at 62, 67? What does it look like when you delay your Social Security or just delay your spouse's Social Security and maybe they'll wait until they're age 70? Do you have longevity in your family? Okay, well, you might live until you're 95. Let's factor that in. So Social Security is a huge hot topic, and it's one of the things we absolutely show you a few different scenarios when you come in so you can make the best decision for yourself. Okay, Sean, now aside from Social Security, we need to understand uh, how we're taking income from our different accounts because they are taxed differently and taking money from the wrong account can trigger higher premiums on Medicare and different things like that. So what do we need to think about when it comes to uh, retirement and now you're taking money out of the accounts instead of putting it in. You're taking money out and basically a lot of that comes down to potentially taking money out of your IRAs. I've seen this time and time again. Folks want to do a Roth conversion. So basically what a Roth conversion is for those that uh, haven't heard that term before, you're taking money from say your IRA, your pre-tax accounts, you haven't paid taxes on it yet and say you take 20, 30 grand, you take a distribution out of there and it gets deposited in your Roth IRA and now it will grow tax-free because when you do that uh, distribution, you're paying taxes on that money. So what a lot of folks don't understand is Medicare uses modified adjusted gross income when they're factoring in your Medicare premiums. And uh, folks forget that and they'll do a large Roth conversions, not realizing that, pushing them up in a much higher premium bracket in Medicare. And it's not it's not fun. When, when you start getting those higher brackets, when you're paying four five hundred dollars per month in medicare and then same thing with your spouse i mean that is significant so you really have to understand the impacts of withdrawing off of those pre-tax accounts and same thing with those non-qualified accounts maybe you had money in a checking and savings at one time you wanted to get that invested so you open up a non-qualified brokerage account and maybe you have a big capital gain in that account and again it can drive you up in a higher tax bracket and you have to be prepared for that and have to understand okay, what accounts do I want to start withdrawing off of and know the ramifications as far as taxes go and other premiums that you might be paying, say, for Medicare? Yeah, and that money, that Medicare premium comes out of your Social Security check. So all these programs are overlapping. If you wonder why your Social Security check 
is uh, significantly smaller. It, you know, maybe you got bumped up into that higher premium because you took money from the wrong account or too much from that account or at the wrong time, or there's all kinds of weird rules there, Sean. Absolutely. And uh, an- another thing I find funny from time to time, uh, I don't know if it is funny, but you know, the government gives you those little increases for social security, which are like, oh, great. They're giving us a cost of living adjustment. Well, guess what they're doing most of the time as well. They're increasing your Medicare premiums. So basically they're just going to offset most years on that. So just be prepared for that. Yes. They're going to pretend to give you more money and just move it from one program to the other one. What do you tell uh, people about inflation? How do you plan for that as a financial planner? Oh, inflation, pesky inflation. And everybody's been feeling it over the last few years. It's not good. It's still, it's still high. The Fed wants to bring it down to 2%, they say. Now they're talking maybe two and a half percent. But we're not, we're not there yet. It doesn't look like we're going to be there anytime soon. So one of the things that you have to really factor in as far as inflation goes is, for one, you have to make sure you're getting a return on your money. So if inflation's at 3 or 4%, and let's just say you made three or four percent in your investment portfolio. Well, you basically broke even for the year. You made nothing. So, and then that same thing when it comes to withdrawing off of those accounts, or maybe you're creating some form of an income stream. You have to make sure that you're keeping up for inflation. Last year, you know, when you're looking at inflation uh, at times where it was at eight percent. That's huge. Uh, You know, you're withdrawing off your portfolio. All your costs are going up as well. And if you were withdrawing, say, $100,000 off of your portfolio for the year, and let's just say, you know, inflation's up 6%, you're going to need $6,000 more that following year to live the same lifestyle you were the year before. So inflation has a huge impact. I always like to to tell people, if you just take a 3% uh, compound inflation over over the years. And that's the way we really like to build uh, portfolios and, and taking a look at income streams, just um, putting a 3% compound each and every year. In 10 years, if you let's just say you need $100,000 now, in 10 years, you're going to need $130,000 to live the same lifestyle you would today with 100000 It's definitely something you have to stay on top of. I mean, and then if you're talking about a 4% inflation, compound each and every year, you're looking at $142,000 in 10 years that you'll need to be pulling off of your account to live the same lifestyle you are today with that 100000 So inflation is huge. You need to make sure that you're keeping up with it. Wow. Thanks for scaring me there, Sean. Yeah. Inflation derails people's retirement and they tend to forget to factor all of that in. Uh, One complaint I have heard from other people is when they get to required minimum distribution age, They're not too happy about it sometimes. They don't like having to take money out of their IRA. And why is that? Well, uh, for one, they got to pay taxes dollar for dollar. When you're taking money out of your IRA, you're paying taxes dollar for dollar. And right now, required minimum distribution age is age 73. And in in, in 2033, that's going to be going up to age 75. But I would say from now until 2033, things will change another several times like they have over the last few years. But if you're not planning for uh, having to take your required minimum distribution out of your account, you need to be. There's ways right now you can kind of chip away. Maybe doing some Roth conversions might be a good way to lower your future required minimum distribution. So taking monies from your pre-tax accounts, IRAs, paying the taxes now, letting that grow tax-free in your Roth, again, 
would potentially lower your future required minimum distributions. And then we talked about it earlier where when you're a 70 and a half and you're donating to your qualified charity, qualified charitable distribution out of there will help satisfy your required minimum distribution. So if you're somebody who loves to uh, donate to charities, that is a great way to do so tax-free. Well, you know all about this tax stuff. When it comes time to file my taxes, do you take care of that or do I still need a CPA? Yeah, we work hand in hand with with uh, CPAs. We have a, a couple that we work, we have a really close relationship. But I do like, if you have your own CPA that you like, great. We're not trying to break up relationships there. But I do like to work uh, uh, with them closely. So if we're doing Roth conversions and things like that, where everybody's on the same page, we know exactly how much you're going to pay in taxes. And, you know, you, you just don't want to miss anything. You want to make sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. All right. This is Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. 248-988-9696. If you're already retired or are planning to retire in about the next five years or so, you should probably pick up the phone or go to the website. 248-988-9696 or MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. It's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696. Errors when you're playing a game means, oh, no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet, and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do, and I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and we've been talking about things that you need to go through on the checklist before you retire. And one of the big ones here is medical costs and, you know, more specifically long-term care. But I just want to throw the whole medical cost at you in this segment because the stats show that if anything's going to make you go bankrupt in retirement, medical costs is the number one cost. And so what do you do about that? You got to plan for it. That's what you got to do. Uh, and a lot of folks, long-term care is is a really hot topic. And as we point out time and time again, median cost of a private room, uh, nursing home for long-term care is $100,000 a year. In the state of Michigan, you're looking at $10,000 a month or, or $120,000 a year. The average stay in a long-term care facility is roughly three years. You're looking at $360,000 potentially that you're going to be paying in long-term care costs. But most people do not have any protection. They do not have any long-term care insurance. They do not have any other life insurance policies that maybe you can get an accelerated death benefit there. They don't have any form of an annuity that might have some long-term care features built in. They don't have HSA accounts that they've built up over time that they can tap into. They don't have enough in their savings accounts to cover it. So these are all the things that we're going to help you plan for. Take a look at alternatives because, again, you don't want to have to uh, necessarily sell your, your all of your assets. And it, let's just say maybe your spouse has to go into a facility and you and you know and and, and you don't. Well, what are you going to do if you can't cover the cost? You're going to have to start selling everything. You're going to sell your house. Where are you going to go? So these are all the things that we're going to help 
take a look at and look at all these other alternatives. Yeah, I, I like how you rattled off a whole list of alternatives there because I feel like people look into long-term care insurance. And they're like, well, I'll never be able to afford that. And then they're like, well, I guess I can't do anything about it and then just move on. But, you know, there's all kinds of little tips and tricks and features that are put into annuities and life insurance policies and the HSAs that I don't think the common guy knows about. Absolutely. And that's what we would like to educate folks and that that we pride ourselves. One of the one of the biggest things that we do and we, we feel proud of is that we educate folks on all these different things because what we want to do is present a few different options for you. And then we want you to be able to make an educated decision at the end of the day as well that you're comfortable with because you have more facts. But uh, we'll go over all your options. And I get it. The old school long-term care policies were terrible. If you had one, your premiums would increase as you age. If you didn't use the money, the insurance company would say, well, tough, and they would keep your money. Nowadays, with asset-based long-term care, uh, you can really have the flexibility to set, set them up. It, it, it basically, is how do you want to pay into it? Do you want to do a lump sum? Do you want to do it over five or 10 years? Do you want to add inflation riders on it? How much do you want to cover in long-term care? I always like to tell people, it's not a, a 100% or nothing. Just because you might not be able to afford a 100% stay in a long-term care facility, well, why don't we try to maybe earmark so you'll be able to pay potentially 50% in the future? Again, tax-free. That money's tax-free. And then maybe we can set up another form of income stream that will cover the remaining 50%. So a lot of folks always look at these things and they say, it's an all-or-nothing sort of thing, and it really isn't. Well, it's also almost unbelievable. Like, Why would the life insurance company be that generous to help me out with my long-term care costs? Well, look, that money's coming from somewhere and they're going to make their money. They still run on margins too. They'll be fine. They don't care if they pay it to your uh, heirs after you pass away or if they pay it to some of it to a, a hospital while you're still alive. You know, that don't worry. They'll be fine. They have to come up with features because they're competing for your dollars with all these other insurance companies who are just doing plain things. And so these are the bells and whistles that have just naturally evolved and take advantage. You absolutely nailed it. They had to keep up. They had to keep up. People are saying, you know what? We're not going to do these old school plans. They don't make sense. I'm not going to put my money in a plan. And then my and if I don't use it, my beneficiaries are never going to see that money. Now they have death benefits built in. Um, so there's just many different ways to approach long-term care. And again, these are all the things that we can help solve for your retirement plan. If you call 248-988-9696, we can help solve for all these things. We will give you all of your different options. Quit guessing whether or not you're going to be able to make it. Quit putting the burden on your children as well. I Folks all the time, well, I have a child who will probably take care of me, probably take care of you. What if they're not even living in the state? What if they're not even around? What if something happens to them? So plan for yourself. Don't put this burden on your kids or someone else. Yeah, I understand that if everything else falls apart, the burden will fall into the lap of your kids. But shouldn't that be sort of a priority to avoid that as much as possible? Absolutely, especially if you have the funds to do so. A lot of folks don't even think they have the funds to do so. And then we take a look at what they have, and it turns out they do have the money to do that. And you know, the only way to know if, if you can do these things is by sitting down with a professional like us, and then we can go over your options. In that first meeting, you're going to come in. We're going to get to know you better. 
if you can, you can bring in some of your investment account statements and all of that stuff. So we have a better idea of where you're at and what you're trying to accomplish. And then we can give you some real advice as to how to make sure you have a real retirement plan set up for yourself. Well, I'm just a normal guy with a house and a couple cars, but uh, you know my assets are growing and I don't have an empire yet. But at what point do I need to start looking at uh, this trust you talk about, some sort of trust, like a real estate trust or that next level estate planning. Well, how do I know when I need that? Yeah, trust, and th they come in all different shapes and sizes. A lot of folks with blended families, it might make a lot of sense, even if you don't have a lot of assets necessarily, uh, but you want certain specific wishes with things. A lot of folks with blended, blended families will, will get a trust done. Um, so I, I don't think there's necessarily a dollar amount uh, but if things are going to be a little bit more complicated as far as wanting to break uh, certain assets up a certain way or you're uh, protecting your assets, maybe uh, you have a trust set up. You know, when I first started having kids, uh, I had a trust set up making sure upon uh, myself or my wife or both of us passing away. There are stipulations in there where the kids get a certain portion of our monies, you know, when they're 25, when they're 30, 35. It also, if you're, you want to try to protect some of those assets, maybe from their future spouses, these are all things that you can put into a trust. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you think uh, you have some questions that he could answer for you, 248-988-9696. Website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Talk about the book giveaway. The guy listening may not understand that this is free. And when we say free, it's not like, yeah, the book's free, but there's like $6 shipping and handling. No, you're going to cover the cost to get it in his hands. Why are you being so nice by giving this guy a book? Because I'm a very nice guy and I like to give information away for free, obviously. Uh, but yeah, you get our book. If you uh, text book, B-O-O-K, to the number 248-988-9696, We'll send you a free copy of my book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise, where we go into investment planning, retirement planning, income planning, uh, social security, legacy, all these different things. So again, it's a free book giveaway, a lot of information packed in that book, 248-988-9696. Text book to that number right now. We'll send you out a free copy. You can go to our website at Mueller retirementplanning.com as well. Uh, you can sign up for, we have some future dinner seminars where we really dive into all this stuff as well that you're going to get some solid information. You get a free meal, you get free information, and maybe you meet some lifelong friends after that. But you can go sign up for one of those dinner seminars at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right. In just a couple minutes, we're going to continue just giving away more information about retirement planning next on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. 
To get your Retire Right pack, text RIGHT to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting RIGHT to 248-988-9696. That's RIGHT to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and I want to go through some retirement questions. These are common questions that we get by people who are about to make that big transition. And one of our top five questions is, Sean, should I get that dream retirement home and take out a new mortgage in retirement? Oh, boy. That's a great question. And and look, I want everybody to have that dream retirement home. Right now, interest rates are pretty high. So taking out a new mortgage at this point might not be the smartest thing to do, but it definitely is something that we would want to factor into your plan. So I wouldn't say no. I would say, let's make sure what this new mortgage is going to cost with the interest rates being higher right now. Uh, Can you afford it? Are you stretching the budget too much? And that's all the stuff that we can really factor in for you when you sit down with us. Well, you're not even going to have that mortgage rate forever. You're going to marry the house. You're going to date the rate. When it drops, you'll refinance. 100%. Absolutely. I actually just saw something recently and just, you know, off of like a $500,000 mortgage, for instance, um, if it was like a 2% interest rate drop, you're looking at saving about $600 a month on on that sort of mortgage. So absolutely, to your point, once rates come down, you definitely want to try to refinance that thing. But I I also think it's kind of cavalier to take on a new mortgage right as you're starting retirement, because I would think, you know, you're a financial advisor. So, of course, the numbers are going to work out better. And this is probably where you would lean. But how much uh, easier would it be in retirement to cover all your expenses if you didn't have a house note anymore? Oh, it's absolutely huge. And I know for the longest time, that was basically everybody's dream. Hey, I got to have this mortgage paid off. I got to have this mortgage. I'm doing extra payments right now. I got to have it paid off. Well, look, for the longest time, we had... Two and a half, three and a half, four percent interest rates on mortgages. Folks come in now and they they sit down. I'll ask them what their uh, interest rate is on their mortgage. Some of them are, are you know, two point seven percent. So that's okay if we can factor that into your retirement. I mean, it, I'd rather you, in some circumstances, keep that mortgage, reinvest uh, the other monies, and on average, we should be able to to get more than that. Um, so it, it would, it would be worth it at that point to, to hang on to that mortgage and not just start stuffing away extra payments just to pay it off. Well, how many of the people who, when they hit the retirement button, they take this giant pile of money that they've been saving their whole life. They go buy this giant dream home and then they're kind of swamped with it. You know, they, they didn't realize it would be such a pain for the upkeep, you know, just keeping the thing clean. You know, you don't use half of it ever and they end up changing their mind. Yeah, I've seen it a few times, but I would say this for the, for the most part, the majority of folks that that come in and sit down, uh, they're not really looking to to throw down a bunch of money on a dream home for the most part. Uh, they're folks that some of them are looking to even downsize at that point. So call it in the area that I'm in, maybe more sophisticated folks, 
but they're usually not trying to get in over their head when it comes to retirement. They're, the majority of them are trying to pay off their mortgage by the time they get there. Yeah, well, the situation I'm in, I have four kids, so I have this house with a bazillion bedrooms, so it necessarily has to be in a place that's a little more sensibly priced than some cool, sleek neighborhood in the big city nearby. And so I could understand why people would want to sort of make an upgrade in that direction, but still taking out a new mortgage in retirement, that does sound uh, awfully risky. Uh, you, you've got to be real confident in your income plan if you're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something, again, that will factor in into your income plan and give you an honest you know, answer with it. I'm not afraid to break hearts and tell them, look, this isn't a good idea, you know? I want to be able to show you, you know, how, how it's going to affect, you know, whether it be your future retirement or whether it be your legacy. A lot of folks, you know, they have legacy goals that they want to leave assets to their kids. And some folks will do that with their homes. They'll basically um, invest maybe a little bit more into their home and say, look, I know the kids are going to inherit the home. And that's why I'm not afraid to have a little bit more expensive home in retirement. All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. His office number is 248-988-9696. His website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. We're rolling through the top five questions that we hear in retirement. And the next one is, how much should I have saved at my age? I know there's no simple rule of thumb and it can't be that reductive, but generally speaking, how much should you have saved at a certain age? Oh, man. To your point, there's there's no there's no specific answer to that. Um, you know, it, 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 a lot of it depends on how you want your retirement to look. And, and a lot of folks can make up the difference. You know, you, you really maybe got a late start to the game. Uh, you were paying off student loans, this, that and the other thing. All of a sudden, 2008 happened. Oh, no. So they're they're able like we I, we have a client right now that over the last five to seven years has really ramped up investing, maxing out their 401k, putting money in a brokerage account, looking at other forms of life insurance policies, just making up for lost time. So it's really hard to say, look, when you're 40 or 50 years old, you should have X amount. Yeah, I I would say what you need to be doing first and foremost is if you have a 401k and you're getting a match on it, Put into your 401k, get that match. It's basically free money at that point. After that, start looking at other investments. Maybe a Roth IRA would make sense because not just having a certain number in mind, it, That yes, that, that may be important, but what type of money is that? Is that 100% taxable? When you start withdrawing that money, is it, you're getting taxed dollar for dollar on the withdrawals, or are you also building up tax-free accounts, Roth IRAs, um, maybe an index universal life with uh, a cash value in it so you can take loans off of it tax-free? So it does depend on the type of money that you also have saved up. All right. Uh, you want to just go to the next question? Because I think you nailed that one. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, we've seen a lot of volatility this year. Probably has people wondering whether they'd be better off putting their money somewhere besides the stock market. So that's the next one on the list. My 401k is down a lot right now. So so should I stop the contributions and do something else with that money? Like put it in the bank or pay down debt? Potentially, yeah. It depends on how much debt you have and, and what your percent interest is on that debt. Is it credit card debt? Well, I mean, a lot of credit cards you're looking at 18, 20% interest might be a good idea to get those suckers paid off. Uh, student loan debt, how much are you paying on that student loan? So the answer is potentially, yes, you should be looking at other forms of, of paying down debt. 
Um, there's other uh, things that you can, you know, potentially invest in. Um, and again, these aren't recommendations. Everybody's going to be different. Maybe you get a good CD rate out there. You don't want to ride the volatility of the market. Maybe there's some form of a fixed or fixed index annuity that you're looking at. Again, principal protection. That's another category that you want to look at. Make sure that it's not riding the, the ups and downs of the stock market. So there's most definitely other things that you could be looking at. Some folks are looking at treasury bonds right now. You're getting a decent rate in treasury bonds. We can buy treasury bonds at a discount for folks. And you know, again, you just want to make sure your money's working for you. You want to make sure you're outpacing inflation first and foremost. And you know, this is what we're doing when we're building retirement plans. This is what we're doing when you're sitting down talking to us. We're giving you all these different options. We're going over your different options. We don't just tell you this is what you absolutely need to do. We're showing you, okay, these are a few different ways that you can approach retirement and invest in your money. What one are you most comfortable with? Yeah, I, I would put a caveat in that. You're definitely the financial advisor, but I think you would back me up on this. The, the guy who just talks on the radio for a living. Uh, the idea that you should stop contributing to a 401k because it's down and put it in the bank. That doesn't seem right to me because, you know, when the stock market's down, that's when you should be wanting to put money in, you know, when the, you should buy low and sell high. So when the market goes down, you know, you also lose that tax-free status. Now it gets counted as tax income. So you're going to increase your taxes and then you're going to put it in the bank where you're not getting a great return there either. And you know, it's uh, it's just going to get ate up by inflation and maybe even bank fees, depending on what kind of account you put it in. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure if, um, if if I like that idea, stopping 401k contributions to just put it in a bank account. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially when you're down, it's all the whole thing is dollar cost averaging. So when the market's down, you actually want to start putting money in. So you're buying lower. So but you got to you got to also take a look at what you're invested in in your 401k. A lot of folks come in, they sit down, they're basically in like their stable value fund or the guaranteed income fund in their 401k. So so for the most part, it's supposed to be pretty much 100% safer somewhere as close as you can get there. But yeah, what return are you getting for it? Are you getting 1%? Are you getting 2%? Uh, you know, even even if the stock market's down, uh, again, dollar cost average into some of those other funds. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be taking either withdrawals off of those 401ks. And, and with that question, we've actually so far, knock on wood, even though we've had a tremendous amount of volatility this year, we're having a pretty decent year. Uh, you know, we came back pretty strong recently. Well, let's go to the last question on the list here. And that's, uh, our top five list of retirement questions. This one is when should I get a financial professional to review my financial situation? And I think I know what they're asking. Is it a dollar amount? Is it a defined age? Is it a moving goalpost, like within five years of your retirement date? When should you get a financial professional like you? Well, I would say this. If you're five years out from retiring, you should absolutely be sitting down with somebody. I would sit down with somebody 10 years before I retire. I mean, I have I have good friends that started investing really young. And and he basically started uh, with a financial advisor in his mid-20s for the most part. And at least that financial advisor helped guide him as far as you know what ways to invest, uh, maxing out Roth IRAs and things like that. So even though he didn't have a lot of money at the time, he was still getting some form of guidance at that time to help him from making mistakes leading to retirement. Because a lot of folks, they'll wait until five years or four years or 
or actually they'll wait until they basically are saying next month I'm going to put in my uh, resignation, my retirement from work and they don't even have anybody. So you should absolutely, if you're five years out from retiring, there's no question you need to sit down with somebody. But when you start approaching, say, $100,000 or so, probably a good time to start getting some real advice on what to do. You know, you're starting to accumulate assets there. Are you investing it the right way? Is there a better way? Is there a more tax efficient way? So that's all the things that we're going to help you with when you sit down. All right. Sean's also giving away a copy of his book to you. Retire right. Drown out the noise. All you have to do is text the word book or call 248-988-9696. 248-988-9696. And where are you located? We're in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library. All right, you can make a voice call or you can text the word book to 248-988-9696. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.